You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Friday is around the corner. People waking up early to fight large crowds. And for what? To save $20, $40, maybe even $100? Here's another way you could spend your Black Friday. Sleep in. Then go to the Canopy Group's website at thecanopygroup.com and request a quote on your home and auto insurance. No long lines, no tug of war with merchandise, only better insurance coverage at an average savings of over $800 annually. Then take your $800 savings and have your own Black Friday, maybe the following Wednesday. That'd be good. This savings will continue every year as the Canopy Group's 40 professionals shop your coverage with their 16 companies. Canopy saves you money year in and year out. Imagine the great gifts you can buy with $800. Go to thecanopygroup.com or call 800-967-3389 and get the best coverage for the best price in the comfort of your own home. Oh, it's fun. Crazy. It's painful, but it's wonderful. What is the name? It's Roycey Unchained. Patrick Roycey, we always knew that the Vikings would go in and play the Chargers and beat them. You and I had faith the entire time. I did. That. The, the football whisperer, I think, did say last week that uh, he expected a real down performance of, from this team <laughs> because of all the emotional defeats they had. And then uh, I think during the week, after the Dalvin Cook mess mm-hmm. and other things, you just expected it, it was really a bad vibe. But Zim told us this team fights. And guess what? He was right because they, uh, they played really well Sunday. Uh, everybody's uh, very fired up about the aggressive approach on offense, but I thought the defense was fantastic when you consider the guys that are missing, that they, you know, they gave this kid a hard time. He, Herbert didn't make many plays against him at all. And, uh, and uh, you and I were talking a little bit beforehand. And defensively, the Chargers don't tackle anybody, which helps, too. Yes. Yeah. They, um, so I think the starting point that I, I liked is it took 10 weeks, but they finally let Kirk take some chances, or Kirk decided to, and got the ball to Jefferson. But he had no pressure, really. Nothing, no sizable pressure. Actually, Phil said it came in at 40%. Well, what's pressure? Pressure. How, how they how how they how many they times did he get hit? But but Jefferson, I, I bet he didn't get hit. But Jefferson four. was covered, and yes. he still threw yes, him the ball, which true. is the most important thing. You've got to. He can make those throws, and more important, more importantly, Jefferson's the best receiver I, I think, gifted wise, since Moss here, probably including yeah. Diggs. And I like Diggs a lot. The one they threw down the sideline late in the game that uh, he made that catch on mm. was like the biggest play of the game. Yep, there were other plays too, but that was uh, to me that you know. Uh, L.A. had just moved the ball, was going to, you know, they decided to kick the field goal, and it looked like the, they were going to get the ball back, and Jefferson made that catch, and uh, and then that they went from there. and uh, But they were the pretty much dominant uh, all afternoon, I thought. I mean, they, they the Rams never looked, I mean, the Chargers never looked like they had control of that game to me at all. So they were, they were, I don't know. They aren't very good. I mean, they the defensively they're not good, and they let you run the ball on them. And uh, yeah, they, did, they I, definitely I know, their offensive line is yeah, yeah. Considering who they were blocking yesterday, poor old Linville Joseph's got to play every play pretty much in there. He so. must be absolutely cooked, right? Yeah. By this point, he made one big play at the end there, but uh, yeah, it's a good win for him. And now Packers looked terrible yesterday playing against. Inept Seattle. I mean, you look at it and say, well, they were conservative because they knew Seattle couldn't do anything against their defense. That's not true. They, you know, against a bad Seattle defense, I watched quite a bit of the game. They didn't do anything. They were terrible. And, uh, uh, you know, they don't, they don't look sharp at all. And the Packers are coming in here next Sunday. They got to score in the 20s. 
to win that game because the Vikings will. Now that they've found something, you got to think that they're going to move the ball much better than they have at home previously. Mm-hmm. The thing you wonder about is, are they going to stink it out at home again? They've been terrible at home. I know terrible. it's it's really weird. Yeah, I don't yeah. get it. You know, I don't either. But uh, they should be a turf team too. I mean, they well, yeah, know, the skill position players and everything. But the Packers' defense is uh, this is probably the best defense they've had in how long, even considering the injuries they've had. There. Super Bowl year, maybe. Yeah. No, it's, was that 2010? Right. Kenny Clark hurt. Is he is he hurt? That I don't know. He was he was. But he's been banged up a lot th- throughout yeah, the last few years. Yeah. But they're uh, they're good defensively. But they Rogers was not sharp at all, and he only missed a week. Now I know they didn't practice all week, but. As vulnerable as that Seattle defense is yet. And they lost Aaron Jones, too. So they, he's got a sprained MCL, which means a month, right? Mm-hmm. So, so uh, you know, and Dylan is a load, but he's not a guy you want to have to play every down. He's not, he can't do what Aaron Jones does. So, you know, all of a sudden, as I've been saying all year, it's not getting late early. It's getting late, late this year because you're, uh, you know, nine and eight, you got a fifty percent chance to be in the playoffs. Oh, with the seventh seed, yeah, yeah, yeah. That that seed's going to go to a bad team. Yes, yes. At nine and eight, I don't, I don't think it's going to. I don't think it's going to be ten and seven. Yep. It's going to. Don't think it's going to take ten and seven. And once they play the Packers, they got the Bears twice. I don't care. Nobody get, stop giving me that crap about Soldier Field and how they've played down there. The Bears are terrible. They got the Lions the again. The Lions. They have the Lions in Detroit. That'll be fun. Nice tie yesterday. Yeah, they did. A, a courageous tie. And then, uh, so they got those three, and they got a bunch of other easy games. It's, uh, you know, I don't even think they have to beat the Pack- uh, Packers to be a playoff team. I think they... They got to be them once, right? Probably? Yeah. Not yeah. twice. No, they're yeah. not going to beat them twice. Yeah. They're, yeah, they're they got to go. I think there. you need to win. I think you need to win one of the two against the Packers because yes. you should sweep the Bears. You're right about that. And, and Detroit, you should beat yeah. again. Hey, we're already dominantly the second team in the uh, NFC North already. Yes, second all alone. So, uh, boy, it's a fun division to be in annually. Oh, it's the a Bears, gift. The Bears are good twice every decade, right? The Lions are yeah. good zero times yeah, every day. The Lions are yes. So it's the Packers or the Vikings every year. But uh, you know what uh, kind of surprises me? Harrison Smith leaves, and they haven't missed him. Mm-mm. This kid, whoever he is. This kid's made more plays. And by the way, we were giving them only two, three weeks ago, I think the Star Tribune had a, a piece on how they were getting less out of their young players than any team in the league, and they were. They their drafts, all the draft, but uh, yep. on defense, they've had to play some of these guys, and they've been okay. Yes. Yeah, so uh, you know, it's they were a good looking team yesterday. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. So uh, that looks like quite a stadium. Stan Kroenke Ooh. built for himself huh, with that Walmart money. So all you Walmart shoppers. Who uh, go in there and think you're getting a great deal on prices? They're still making a profit. That stadium indicates to me they're still yeah, making a profit. Yeah, I think they're profit. doing fine, don't yes, you? That's right. Man, is he a despicable, despicable a human, human being. being? But the good thing is, as I've said before, he now has his own bathroom, so he doesn't have to have security guards. Greatest thing I've ever covered. So he's at TCF Bank. Can't go in the bathroom. Can't because they were afraid Jim Thomas yes. from the same. St. Louis was going to follow him in there and ask him some questions. He hadn't talked to the, to the St. Louis press in like four years or yeah, something, right? Since they announced the move, yeah, he wouldn't. And so they would it. have they'd have their yeah. his security guard stand outside the bathroom door while he took the whiz, so yes. that we, you know, <laughs> God forbid man. somebody went in. Yes. So I was, uh, you know, me. I'm I'm a neutral at best about the Vikings because I've never been a big fan of the organization, and I'm not anymore. But I'm rooting for Zim. Are you? I see the young guys, the young guys not saying anything, just a, no emotion, just all crap. I want Zim. I want Zim. I, I want Zim to stick around for two, three. Because you got to realize, winning and losing makes not no difference to me. Right. Who's a character? Yeah. You know, 
Yes, yes. And, Who's it carrying? Yes, and, and create it creates the potential for turmoil. Yes, Zim that's creates right. that we potential. Don't come in here. There's dissension in here. But Zim has been, he's been a different guy the last month. That's all positive. He's he feels his job is. He knows his job's in jeopardy. Yes. So he's just blowing smoke at everybody, no matter what. You know, he gets in trouble for the it is what it is, quote, with Dalvin Cook. But, uh, you know, he could have put that better. But uh, Yeah, but that, yeah. You know, you know, but, that was pretty quick, though. Yeah. I mean, he just, you know, he just comes off the top of his head. I can't vilify him for that. But uh, I'm rooting for Zim. Come on, Zim. Make the playoffs. You don't have to have a long trip, and you probably won't. But uh, yeah, and I think he's gone if they don't. So oh yeah, I don't think there's any doubt of that. But he, yeah, he's. I a don't character. think not only do you and I not have any doubt of that, he doesn't have any no. doubt of that when you watch him. No. Yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, it was a it was a good win, a good win. Chargers. Uh, it was uh, odd hearing these response to uh, successful Viking plays, though. It was as loud for when the Vikings made a play as when the Chargers made a play. Vikings fans travel now but so well. But you also have 10,000 transplants. Sure. You know, sure, but in, I'm, I'm just saying. In L.A. Yeah, they do. At road games now, I've, I've, so I started on the beat in 2005. And they had some, yeah, yeah, some yeah. but nothing like this. No. Now it's, it's most games. Yeah. Yeah, they do. They, it's not Buffalo or. Right, it's not Buffalo or some of those places, but it's. But I mean, they, they do move. Yeah, they, Packer fans have all you know for years, and it, it felt like it felt like the the Vikings had their hardcore fans who traveled, but now it's a large, large contingent. Randball told me about uh, friends of his who went to the hockey game in Vegas on Thursday. Yep, where our boys. Twice failed to convert on five and three. How does that happen? And a six on four, yeah. They lost that game. And then Friday and Saturday, Wolves games oh. at Staples Center. Oh, no, they went Saturday. And then, and then the Viking game Sunday and came home on the red eye. Not the better better for wear, but... Uh, no, I'm sure they weren't. Now, I would have stayed in Vegas. And just partied and went and watched the foot, watched yeah, watched all the football games. Yes. I'm with you on that. So, but uh, oh, and they went to that Clippers game, Clippers yes. Wolves game. Those poor people. Oh, yuck. To switch topics only briefly, there were there was an eight to ten minute period Friday night versus the Lakers when the Wolves were one of the five best teams in. NBA history. They were unbelievable. They made the Lakers look like complete fools. Cat yep. was a monster. Yep. He was a monster. The greatest making moment of threes. Dave Benz's life. He's making threes. They were they were so good that, that, that it was garbage time for the other team in the fourth quarter. Now LeBron wasn't playing, but I don't think it would have made any difference. They were playing at 10 miles an hour faster than the Lakers were playing. I watched that entire game. So now Saturday, I was busy and running around and doing stuff. So I was going to check in to see how they were doing. I don't know, 10 o'clock at night or whatever the hell time it was. And I, but I first looked on my phone. They were behind by 30. I know. <laughs> I said, they're back, baby. Yep. They're back. <laughs> yep. Yep. I, I, w- I was watching Kraken Wild between periods. I flipped to the Wolves to look at the score, and they're down by like 27. <laughs> yeah. I, I said, okay, even, I don't never, have to go back to this game. No. Unbelievable. Poor Benzie. Yeah, that was a bad Spin one. that one, I baby. Think, I think Benzie will celebrate that Laker win for... But he was weeks, talking so. about, you know, how difficult it is to sweep both those teams in Staples and how, you know, oh man, the Wolves have this The chance. Clippers were one and six disappointment before they came here and beat these, <laughs> made these guys look like idiots twice. Another and then they made them look like idiots again. So anyway, but uh, yeah, it was, uh, you know, where now that that new stadium is right out next to where the forum used to be. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Out there. It's right out there. Mm-hmm. Boy, like, Which is not that well, close, is right? Is that Pat? an old racetrack or something? Yes. Okay, Hollywood Park. Uh, one of those, yeah. Yeah, okay. They tore it down, built that, and the Forum's still there. The, the airport's right there, right? Yes. I think that's yeah, right, right next to the airport. Right the Forum's, yeah. Where the airport is. 
Farm. And, and the Clippers are going to build. The Clippers are going to build a building there that's going to open in a couple of years. Oh, that's where they're moving out there too. Same uh, place. Yep. Spending money. Yeah, I suppose Crocky's giving them some money for that too. Yeah. Good question. I don't know. Yeah. So uh, the Clippers, uh, they're gonna they're gonna have their own. So the Kings stay in downtown. Then I would imagine Kings are yes. They probably play the two of them against at Staples each Center. Other, but, yep. Uh, well, that's. Uh, that uh, walking in the forum at Inglewood, still one of the great moments of my life as a sports writer, 1984. A friend of mine from L.A. had been vacationing and a ball rider in, in Spain. And he got caught with chemicals on him. And he was in a Spanish prison in the winter. And Lasorda, somebody... Lasorda called Sinatra, who called the king and got him out. You're kidding? No, got him out. Yeah, Lasorda. So, <laughs> so this guy gave very good coverage to Lasorda after that. I yeah. bet he did. Yeah, he did. But I'm walking into the forum with this gentleman who shall go nameless, and he said, "They're going to Spain is playing the U.S. for the gold medal in basketball," and he says. I hate Bobby Knight so much. I want Spain to beat him. <laughs> even though he was in <laughs> Even though they had him in a Spanish prison for oh. a week or 10 days. So, so it went, so Lasorda called Sinatra, who called Sinatra the, called the king, <laughs> called King Juan Carlos, who was the boss of the country. You know, yeah. was not only the king, but the president or something. So he got him out. That's a connection there. I was going to say, yes, that's a, that's a <laughs> hell of a connection. That's why you, even though Tommy... Had to drive you nuts with his raving ego. Yes. That's why you still kissed up to him. Yeah. A, to be there for the tirades, yep. and B, in case you're in a Spanish prison. I wouldn't want him mad. I, no. And no. me probably either. No, if he wanted revenge on you. Yeah, that might be. You'd be driving home, and the state patrol would pick you up yep. and search your entire car and plant something on you. Yep. If, if Tommy or your brakes might just be cut. <laughs> yes, right. Something like that. Yeah. Tommy, I would think there was no, there was no top to Tommy's revenge. If he wanted to get you, I would the say. The Tommy meltdown that you can find on, on YouTube on, on Kurt, Pavacqua Kurt Pavacqua remains one of my top five. Well, Earl my, Weaver, my friend Wicker had some fantastic stories about, Tommy in the dugout with his pal Pete Petey Guerrero, <laughs> some some byplay with Petey Guerrero that is uh, pretty fantastic. There's also the legend of remember the Mike Marshall that was the outfielder, yes, and he never played. Yeah, I remember. There's a famous story when Petey comes in and Lasorda's sitting there, and Mike Marshall was on the bench, and Petey walks over and points at him and says. Hey, Sarda, when is this short C word going to play? <laughs> Teamwork, baby. Teamwork. What, what's the clip? I think it's from the 77 World Series where Lasorda goes to the mound to take out the pitcher. I forget. Yeah. And, and, and he's like, the ball. Yeah, he won't give him a Give me the effing ball. <laughs> and then just goes on a, this great tirade. Yes, right. Give me the effing ball. The I'm the pitcher, manager here. Telling the pitcher how bad Yeah, he you'll is. shut up. You can't get anybody out. It's just it's absolutely classic. It is. Rocco would not do that. No, no, Rocco would not. He would, uh, you know, nobody fights to keep the ball anymore because they no. know it's uh, No, because you're out after three. They, yeah, they don't. Yeah, he said, yeah, what the hell? They're going to let me pitch three anyway. So what difference does it make? Meanwhile, in Iowa City. Oh, God. It was hard to lose that game. It was a noble effort. <laughs> Did you look at the stats? Oh, yeah. It's a, damn near possible. 409 to 277. Yep. But the time of possession, you know, there's time of possession when you're playing Nebraska and getting beat 84 to 13, and they scored too fast. Yep. But this was time of possession when you're kicking the ass of a bad offense. They're terrible offensively. God, yeah. Offensively, they hit two. They hit a couple of passes, but yep. but uh, uh, you know to 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 avoid. Uh, somebody told me they were listening to the uh, Gopher broadcast. I like the Grimmer as well as everybody, but uh, apparently when they were kicking the field goals, the theory was you had to put the points on the board when you can. 
And then later in the fourth quarter, they really screwed up by not going for touchdowns. You know, so. Oh, really? They switched their course. I'm <laughs> yeah, surprised well, they switched course. Yeah. So you're, you're what's wrong with Fourth and goal to two. You're fourth and goal to two. Yeah, you're running it, the ball and, and like there's no tomorrow. Yeah, and if you, I mean, it's near the end of the half, obviously, but that that when they kick that one, right, the end of the half. How about Iowa though, trying to give them a last chance? I you're know. on the th- oh, you take over on the three yard line, score a touchdown. Ferenc coached a terrible game. Yes, he yeah, gave, well, he gave kid, him, you know, he's, he's yeah, but I mean, nepotism. Yeah, but where's Kirk to say, hey, kid? Yeah. No, running the end zone. What are you doing? Run like they're the, on the they're on the doorstep of the end zone. Three yard, and they basically end. took knees. Yes, yeah, score a touchdown. Yeah, what a bunch of idiots! Like what you know, you, so what if you fumble down there? What difference is it? Yeah, make? yeah. You get picked off. Tackle the guy. Just you yeah, know they gave him that last year. But PJ is, I honestly think, one of the worst big time in game coaches I've ever seen in this town. He's awful. And, you know, the funny thing is, I don't think we felt that way the first couple of years, right? Did we? No, not the first couple. I think we started to catch I on to it. I think he's trying to protect something that's that's not really. He's trying to protect like this. But what? Legacy of excellence that he thinks he has here and he doesn't. I mean, it's it's like he's, he's oh, man, I've, I've built this thing. No, you haven't. And. And I'm. It, it, he's coaching like he's trying to not only protect that game, but protect like uh, I, I don't know. But how do image you, for tough football or whatever. It's I your first know. drive. You're down by three. It's fourth and goal at the two. You're running yeah. the football yeah. easily. Yeah. And that's when you say, "Got to take the points." Yeah. Well, if, if you if they if they stop you, so what? Yeah. They're on the one, right? Yeah. And they're probably not going to stop you. No. No. But even if they do, so what? I'd rather, I'd rather have a team on the one than three points. But how can you feed people all the stuff he does, which is this positive, uh, take control of life message, and then in football games, cower when you got the opportunity to show that what you say should have some meaning? That's what I don't understand. And what is interesting is everybody wants to blame it on Sanford. The the yeah. Uh, the yeah I don't think he's the, good either but the yeah. apologist he's doing what Fleck wants him to do you think you think it's Mike Sanford's idea to not go for it on fourth and two that's not his decision no, that's, Fleck. that's nope. Fleck nope you know nope nope is it his decision to you know run the ball eighty five percent of the time with his fifth string running back Soraka must have been pretty damn good yes he and must have been good I got I got a hint bring him back. Yeah, yeah, you know, got fired at Penn State and what, fired at Penn West State. Virginia. Now he's like uh, advisor. Yeah, he's an advisor, but yeah, he seemed to have influence. He seemed to have influence with Fleck that these other guys don't have. Yes, absolutely. You know, he would just. I think he ran the offense. But back to your question: How do you lose that game? Yeah, I watched Sounds the whole thing. I looked at the stats. It was damn near impossible to lose that game. Is there anything more ridiculous? In football, and in, in in, there's nothing more ridiculous than the AP college basketball poll, right? Which every if yeah, you know it does. Yeah, if if somebody's unbeaten and they haven't played anybody, you're, they're still going to move to number one. And then, but is there anything more ridiculous than a poll that would declare Iowa to be the second team in the? Number two ranked no. team in the country because they kicked the crap out of Maryland. No, you know, no, I mean, it's, it's a waste. It's, of, it's, it's a waste, a waste of, of everybody's time. Yes, and you know the other thing about college football. Since I'm going, sorry, Cincinnati, in a four team playoff, you don't belong. Mm-hmm. Not when you're fighting Tulsa. To, not when you're fighting to beat Tulsa. Not when. Not when you have. I heard this on TV. I obviously didn't look it up. The a hundred and out of a hundred and twenty five teams now, the hundred and two rated schedule, mm-hmm. and you haven't been good for a month. Basically, they fight to beat Tulane and Tulsa. If they put them in instead of Ohio State or something, it's, it's ridiculous. They won't. Yeah, they, if they play Georgia, they'll get beat. The committee knows that it's their job to pick the four best teams that people want opinion. to see on television. Yeah, yeah. 
not not the because. But you know, Cincinnati does have the win. I don't think you can take Notre Dame either because no, probably beat not. Them. But I'm fine with that. Cincinnati beat them, and but I bad. I don't want a feel good school because the odds are very strong. They're just going to get their ass kicked. Yes. Well, Notre Dame has gotten in with a you know decent not, and they've gotten their ass kicked the last two times they've been in it. Now Cincinnati might be better than them because they beat them in Notre Dame a month. Two yeah, months ago. That's fine. They both don't belong. Two, yeah, neither of them belong. It's Georgia, Alabama, and not a Big Ten team, Ohio State. Ohio and, State, yeah. And Oregon. That's it yep. right now. So, yep. Uh, and that's fine. Big 12 is. Uh, by the way, speaking of the Big 12, Coach Kill's second game didn't go quite as well as the first one. Oh, how bad was it? Last I saw, Oklahoma State was at him fifty to ten or something like that, and Oklahoma State's had a terrible offense. He's not going to try to keep this no, job, right? Okay, okay. all right. I think uh, he might have had dreams two weeks ago when they won the the upset opener in the opener, but uh, not now. You know who's a hell of a coach for all the all the bad pub he's gotten? Lane Kiffin. He's he's absolutely crazy, but he's, he's nuts. He but yeah. Ole Miss, he's got I know he's got Ole Miss. Like he's, he's turned sort of petulant and surly too. It's yeah. funny to watch. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, he's he he goes someplace and he wins. Yeah, you know. Well, it depends on where, but yes. Yeah, well, Southern Cal would <laughs> take him now compared to what you know. Southern Cal ran him off. Yep, because he wasn't winning ten a year, and now they're you know. Now they're how about Texas Sarkeesian? <laughs> he lost to I. He got drubbed by Iowa State, right? Yes. Then he lost at home to Kansas. Yeah, fifty-seven to fifty-six. Yeah, Kansas, which Chip saw Kansas two weeks ago because he was down there for father-daughter weekend. Mm-hmm. He said he, the whole group of them could only stay for thirty minutes because Kansas was so terrible. He said it looked like a Division three team physically. And then they go to Texas in Austin. Yeah. Beat them 57-56. First time they've lost five in a row since 1956. Wow. But it, I looked it up. It only cost $24 million to fire Tom Herman and his staff. Who knows Sarkeesian? Who, who is this? I don't know, but I don't. Is the he's a coordinator. Is the AD a. I was shocked he got the job. Did the AD have him at Washington 15 years I was years absolutely ago? shocked he got that job. Yeah. But that's Texas football. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, Makovic, remember when he was down there way back when, they hated him because he was going 7 and 4, 8 and 3, you know? Yes. Yeah. And they're going into the SEC. And they've always always contended that that the next coach is going to turn things around and it's going to be fine. But I. This can't be the guy they thought they were going to hire, but they hired him fairly quickly. Yes, they did. I think it was. Wow. He's a coordinator. Yeah. That's all he is. Yeah. Well, he got fired at Southern Cal basically because of his drinking problem, yeah. but supposedly quit drinking. But yeah, I mean, I don't think he's, he's not drinking now. He's 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 got that sobriety thing down pack. You think he might be tempted out to that loss. Losing at home to Kansas might might have him sit home and say, "I think I'll just have one gin and tonic." <laughs> Texas losing to Kansas to me is more shocking than the Gophers uh, lost to. Bowling Green. Oh, yeah. I mean, so. the Bowling Green yeah. loss is a terrible loss, but I think Texas losing at home to Kansas is more shocking. I was on that campus once, and I can't remember for what, but somebody, I was with them, and somebody says, looking in the stadium and the tower and the whole, it's gorgeous, and saying, how can you not win 10 a year here? You know, and, and especially in the old, I think that might have still been the big eight days. Yeah, wow. And they still have this incredible influence. They get their own record. They network. still have their own network. The Longhorn, Longhorn network, network, I think, still exists. Yeah. Now, it might was, not now if no. they're going to switch conferences, yeah. but yeah. 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 It was. Uh, I think they made a run at Saban and got got Nick a new contract at Bama like yeah. eight years, six, eight years back. Yeah. Because yeah. their whole thing. And he, you know, he might have. He just, probably could have saved them. Yeah. Well, yeah, he, he could have, but. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it was. I saw that and I said, "What? Who's that? Texas State that they play, or North Texas, <laughs> right. or somebody? No, they played Texas on said. the road. Iowa State, by the way, flop of the year. Flop. They were supposed to be top 
10, right? Eight in the country or something? Yeah, they were. Yes. In fact, when they played Iowa, weren't they both top five? Yeah. Yeah. It was like four or five yeah, or something like that. They've lost like four. They've lost four. So they're not. Uh, I wonder if he's going to leave. All of a sudden, Matt Campbell. That, that's, yeah, that's what I was going to say. This is when you're like, you know, there's jobs. I mean, you might say. Washington opened up, but I don't know if that's a great job or not. Washington. They're like us. You know, they're in the, the big, they're in the market where they're like the fifth right. attraction now. Right. Now that you got a hockey team and a, you know, you got the, the Seahawks and you got, you know, they're probably as popular as the baseball team. Pac-12 doesn't feel like a lot of that, that um, credibility is still there. No, no, it's not like, I, I've been out to a bunch of Rose Bowls and, uh, you know, when Southern Cal came out for a Rose Bowl, it was, here they are, fellas, look out. Or, you know, and and if somebody had been Washington, you know, that great Washington yep. team that split, I was out for that one when they split the national title. Was with, that Don James? Coach yeah, team? when they split split the national title with Miami. Remember that? Yeah. Uh, yes, they, I do. They, they won the coaches poll and uh, yep. Miami won the, and uh, yeah, I mean, they used to come out on a sun splash day in Southern Cal and those uniforms are, I mean, mm-hmm. there is something there. You got the horse and the whole thing and the, the you know the the great uniforms and the yeah. great running backs and the whole thing and 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 but you also have wicker always told me that the uh southern cal ba- football fans and the ucla basketball fans are identical because they're all now 75 years old and think it should be like it was with wooden and like it was with john robinson and you know and it's not John McKay. Yeah. yeah, John McKay and those guys. And it's not, you know. They, no, it's not even close. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, you're right. It's that still be Southern Cal's never been famous for paying a lot of money, but apparently uh, PJ convinced these guys that he might have a chance to get the job because he gave him. The PJ rights. must have put the, why put a couple jobs out there that that he he was going to pursue. Uh, right? Why do you want to do that in the middle of the season? Do it. Next year, I mean, do it at the, if you're going to do the it. Extension, do it, do it in January. Yeah. yeah, but wow, we gave him probably very. Know. He's probably convincing. He probably goes to him and tells him, "Hey, look, I'm talking to the, the guy with you know Southern Cal." Well, he's got the agent. And, he doesn't say it. He's got the agent doing sure. it. Sure, yeah, he's in the hunt at the yeah. LSU. He yeah. had the same chance to get an LSU job as I did. He he would fail so miserably with a big time program. You know who the hot ticket game. for there was was James Franklin, but I don't think that's happening now. What the they, hell happened to Penn State? I don't know. They lost four. I, I was watching it Saturday. They lost to Harbaugh and Michigan, which I mean they're they're good, but they're not. Yeah. Well, they're not exploding. They got a quarterback who, you know, might not beat out Tanner Morgan. That quarterback drives you crazy though, because he'll make a few really nice throws, and the next throw will McNamara. sail. Oh yes, yeah. and the next throw will sail ten feet o- over the receiver's head. Well, he came there. He was about the number five quarterback, and the guys kept failing. And that Milton, who started here against the Gophers last year and ripped them up. Yep, they ran him off. He's at West Virginia or someplace. I don't know. Okay, yeah, he took off. They didn't so. have a problem here. No. No, they kicked. How was that that game? So uh, now I had people telling me that uh, the Gophers already have more, won three more games than they expected. Well, in basketball, basketball, yeah, I expected them to beat Kansas City. Okay, the sixth projected to finish sixth in the Summit. Okay, okay, I was not surprised, and. Kansas City was as mediocre as I anticipated. They had two good players. And the Gophers, you know, they've they've had their bad moments, but they won that one. Western Kentucky was picked high in that league there in the Sun Belt or whatever it is. Uh and they had had a lot of size, so I was kind of surprised the Gophers beat them. Mm-hmm. But I don't I can't have a parade for beating Princeton in double That's overtime. A Not in, in double overtime. Now it's nice that they're three and all. Yeah. But I have a question. What was the number one criticism of Tibbs? Minutes. Too many minutes. Minutes. We were worried about the minutes. Where the hell are the minutes, police? 
Where are Do the we got problems with minutes? They're playing five oh, games. Hold on, I got to pull up Where the paper. The, pull up the day's I paper. Even, I haven't even looked He's at the minutes. He's only played seven guys. Oh each my God, game. we have minutes violations. Oh, you know, minutes violations are unbelievable. Hold Get on. the box score. Hold on. Yep, C12. Perfect. C12. Back minutes. paper. This is double overtime now. I'll admit that. So there were 50 uh, minutes in the game. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. Battle, 48. 48 out of 50. Curry, who's my age. Yeah, Curry, who's your age and has had yeah. 18 different injuries. 33. 33. Low? Low. 43. 43. Stevens, 47. Yes. Willis, 45. Five. Yes. And then you played three guys, 19, 12, and two. Yes, and the two was. Oh, my God, you're right. I, we think, got... I think the two was the first minutes that the eighth guy has played so Is it Theum? Thiam? I don't know T-H-I-A-M. who it was, but he hadn't been playing. They've been okay. playing seven guys. But 19, 12, and two. <laughs> but it's been this three. way every game. The minutes have been. Well, they're, they're start, where Peyton, are they? Peyton Willis is being used like James Harden is, in the NBA Finals. What, is, what, what are they <laughs> doing to Curry, though? Eric know. Curry. I, Eric Curry. Eric Curry, poor guy. Eric Curry goes from grad assistant to starting center to Iron Man. Yeah. <laughs> he can't. He can't get off. He the must floor. leave on a gurney. He can't get off the floor. Oh my God! I did not realize that. So uh, yeah. So it, it's it's the the minutes police are really uh, sleeping on the job here. It's uh, how many of these guys are going to last till the Big Ten starts? <laughs> oh, Eric Curry. If you think Eric Curry's going to go to the get to the finish line, they play. I hope he's pulling himself out of games at times. Thirty. Well, he's. I'm not sure how athletic he was before his several injuries, but it he doesn't get down the floor quickly. Well, I'm sure he doesn't. But they run some. But the other thing is Willis got to the basket for like five layups in the last overtime. I got a hunch when you face a real athletic uh, defender with a little more strength that that probably might not. Happen. Oh yeah, the big yeah, the big Princeton looked like a a pretty dang good MIAC team. You know, although their pick I think finished third right. in the Ivy League. But, this is uh, remarkable, Pat. Oh yeah, it's been that way all three games. I looked at the box score after wow. the opener and didn't realize he'd only played seven guys. It's like that the days night. of Taj. Taj Gibson Bussy. played like Bussy. Yeah. The Iron Five. We got the Iron Five back. Tim Hansen. <laughs> yeah, Timmy. You remember Timmy. when they put that was with Dutch though, right? Yeah, yeah Dutch. Yeah, it was with no, Dutch. It's no, when, it's when they had the, the issue in Madison and they came yes. back and played the Buckeyes. Iron five. Yes. And I think they had to basically get rid of a bunch of players and so they recruited football players. Didn't they? Tim Hansen played like the yeah. entire game and Didn't I think they, they won. won. Didn't they have a big they upset won. right yes. off the bat? I think they beat the Buckeyes. Then, then they lost the next fifteen. Well, yeah, years. Was... But Mussey, after the fight with Ohio State, had the original Iron Oh, really? On the, yeah, because they lost Corky Taylor and B. Hagen got suspended. So he had they got when they'd already recruited Winnie out of the intramural league, and he was like the fifth, seventh man, and then he had to play the whole frickin', fricking game mm-hmm. uh, after that. And uh, that was the Iron Five was. Interesting. Was that Iron I didn't five. realize that that was the first one. Yeah, yeah, that was the first Iron Five. And they won the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. Oh, Moss had no problems with playing people. No, God, no. Moss Especially when it came to the Timberwolves. Moss Tibbs, the Troika of Minute. Monsters, Moss, yep. Tibbs, and Ben, ben Johnson. Johnson. <laughs> He's got minutes. Monsters. I don't know. I can't remember if Thorson's De La Salle teams. If he'd play five guys for you know, they used to win by fifty. Well, who, so. who did Tibbs have or Tibbs? Who who did uh, Moss have here? Tony Campbell. Like he yes. played all those Tony guys. Campbell all he wouldn't time. take them off the court. He he took Pooh off the court because he'd play Sidney Lowe. Sidney yep. would back it up a little bit. But yep. Tony, Tyrone Corbin. Tyrone, yeah. Tyrone played forever. Was Sam here? Mitchell at the Sam, time? Sam, when he had Sam, he played him yeah. forever, too. Yeah. 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 And yeah. then he'd bring in, like, what was it Scott Roth? Yeah. And... <laughs> yeah. But once in a while, you'd look of Scott Roth and you'd see his, you know, he'd play 8 8 8. Then he'd play 36 if he had some matchup he liked or something. Yeah, but minutes Mus- monsters. Oh, they used to- that sounds like a column to me. The minutes monsters. Well, Mussy's the best ever was when they called Mussy up and said, demanded that he play Gerald Glass. 
you know, because he was the yeah, second first rounder. He must hated him. He was out of shape. He didn't guard anybody. And so he gets called up to the office. Stein, Marv, I don't think Harvey bothered to go. but And they demanded that he, this is this, near the end of his second year, They had to, he had to play glass. And 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 uh, Musk comes back down to the court after practice, or and Eric's assistant then, and Eric said, says he said, what was that about? He said they demanded I could play Gerald Glass, and Eric said, what are you going to do? He said, I'm going to play the guys that can give us that can win yep. for us. Gerald Glass, zero minutes, <laughs> and then he came in and looked at Marv at the post game press conference and said. We played the guys we thought we should win that could win for us, and then he got fired. Like then he was that that guaranteed that he'd be gone. At what the did end they of the expect season. though when they hired Bill? That that That's was always that. my question. That yes. was that was Musselman to a T. Yes, yeah, and he didn't change. No, no. So then they brought in Jimmy Rogers. Oh God! And created, uh, you know, a a legacy of. What they have thirty and a hundred ninety or something? I mean, his record was unbelievable. They thought this was better. Yeah, and then it, then they still didn't win the lottery, so it didn't make any difference. So Jimmy Rogers. Yeah, but uh, Ben is, you know, <laughs> I think someone should write a heartfelt ode to say Jim. Yeah, I mean Ben, come on. The minutes police are getting nervous. Eric Curry's like, why did I come back? <laughs> yes, I could be coaching. Poor body. <laughs> I've broken down. Yeah, that's true. By the way, kind of wish I'd been at the Gopher women's game yesterday. Did you read that? Mm. Did you look at that? Mm. Uh, the Fighting Whalens, after a nice win at Arizona State Friday, come back yesterday against George Washington. I didn't even know they were playing, but I read this story today. A, the Gophers shot 31% and won easily. Georgetown shot 19%. And the score was 46. 19%? To 46. What's the score? 46 oh, to 30. I got that right here. 48 40, to 32. 48 to 32. 19%. Yes. Wow. That would have. You know, the old Patrick 30 years ago might have saw that game. and Oh, no, that'd be bad. <laughs> no, don't say it. Not today. Don't say it. You don't, couldn't say it now. George Washington's leading scorer, someone named Moore, had eight points. <laughs> yeah, well, look, 19%. Oh, my God. Yeah, it must have been. The Gophers uh, had uh, two players in double figures, 17 and 14, and that yeah, was it. Wow. Yeah. Woo, I bet. I bet Kent was not uh, no, pleased about Kent, that performance. Kent was uh, probably a little upset, to say the least. But, uh, oh, you know, that was a, a bad uh, a bad weekend. But the Wild, meanwhile, it's kind of funny to look at the standings and see them in first place in the West. Yeah. I mean, they've always, they've been, you know, last year they had a really good year, but they never were in first place. They're ten and four. Yeah, even with the Vegas game, that first they, place in the Central, right? That's yeah. Uh, no, but the whole Western Conference, I think. Oh, are, are they? I think they are. Uh, let me see here. Edmonton. No. Oh no no no. Twenty two for Edmonton. Twenty one for okay. twenty one for the Ducks. Yes, I thought they That's were terrible, a, and they won seven. They were supposed to be awful. Have they? Are they? They're unbeaten since they fired Murray. For saying bad things to people in the front office. Uh. So here's a so so the Ducks <laughs> played here three weeks ago, mm-hmm. and I actually I actually rode down to the locker rooms with Bob, mm-hmm. and the Ducks had gotten screwed by a call. Somebody told me that Bob was so upset he put a hole in the press box wall, which they then had to move a garbage can in front of to oh, cover it really? up. Really? Yes. Okay. Which led me to ask this question, Patrick. How long would Ron Caron have <laughs> yes. lasted yes. as a GM in this league yes, today? Yes, that's true. I mean, hockey guys, he, there's no suggestion that any of his stuff was sexual. Right? No, he was abusive. He was he verbally was, abusive. He was verbally abusive which is to the, scouts who screwed up, to general managers. He managers probably yelled at secretaries as well. Yes, he probably. Anybody, Jack Ferrer used to do that. Anybody who made a mistake. Got yelled at. He yelled at. That's life. That's life. Ryan Caron would have lasted a half hour with the Blues. <laughs> Pounding the Met Center press box. Yes. 
effing Featherstone! <laughs> Yelling at the top of his lungs. So so let me see here. A former... We're streaking out of the press box at the end of each period to go downstairs and pound on the record. A former player who develops a drinking problem and is named GM of a hockey team. That's the story of half the NHL yes. at one point. Yes. Or more at one point. Yes. I'm, I, I'm laughing at hockey guys, you know, everybody that... If it's sexual... Okay, bring it up. Right. But if he's screaming at someone for not somebody doing their the job, hotline. that's life. But somebody called the hot. But but now the league says we've got this hotline, and if you don't like something, you call the hotline mm-hmm. and you tell us about it. So what is the what is the line that can't be crossed? You can't yell at people now. You can. Can you tell someone they're doing a horse bleep job mm-hmm. in a calm voice? Uh, you know what? You probably now need to start a paper trail to fire them before yes. you do that. No, but I mean, I don't think no, this I know what you're firing saying. people. This is just telling well, people. Well, I think you can motivate them in a positive way. But if, if I called you, if you get called in and you're told that you're you're doing a horse okay, job. so what if I do that once in a calm way and then I do it the second time and you're still doing that in a Firm, I'll probably a, call the in hotline. A, in a firmer way, but a firmer way. I, yeah, yeah, I hear you. And then by number three, I'm screaming at I you. Call That's hotline. it. Call got, you're hotline. done. You're done. I got a new boss, and I'm still not working any harder than I was. It's time to call the hotline. Oh, man. I never, really, I never really had a crazy one. Crazy boss was a screamer. No, I was. I came in after the screamers had left, which is really too bad. Mm-hmm. I had a couple very intense ones. Yeah early on on the copy desk, mm-hmm. but a lot of them had calmed down. But when I came in... Oh, you you would have had a much the, better chance. At the St. Paul paper on the desk, Yep, we there would be tantrums thrown and yes. screaming among, not with the boss, but with your co-workers. Oh, yeah. Oh, I saw those. Yeah. The co-workers. Yeah. So when Wayne Wangstead told uh, Buzz Bissinger... Later, the author of Friday Night Lights. Yes. On a Saturday night. What are you doing? What the bleep are you doing back there? I need that bleeping copy. And then Buzz yells back at him. What do you think I'm doing back here? Pleasuring myself? But he didn't He didn't say that, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and then Wayne threatened to come back and pinch his head off. Yeah. Buzz could have called the hotline then. Buzz could have called the hotline, yes. <laughs> Buzz was going to call the hotline. I actually saw there, there was one time, there was one time <laughs> one of our Wolves reporters missed deadline. And I saw a guy on the copy desk break his phone. Yeah. Because he called up to say, I'm not filing yet. I can't file. And it was That wasn't a, Saturday a guy from night. Duluth, was it? Who no. was, spent too much time down in the locker room? No, no, no. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, it was a Wolves gamer. And and the guy called to basically say, bleep off. I don't have my story done yet. And instead of hanging up the phone calmly, the person on the, the desk uh-huh. took, took the phone and beat it against the thing about 18 times well, we used and broke to have, the phone. We used to have the phone that was wired in, mm-hmm. you know, that big thick cord on it. I can't remember what it was, but I took it one day and threw it. Yep, that would get hot, it, hotline, and it went back. Hotline, it went about fifteen feet and came flying back. I'm calling. The, I yep. can't remember what that was about, but we used to be screaming at each other all the time. Oh man. God, yeah, you know, that was kind of the fun of newspapering because then you'd go, then you would have your human resources meeting at. The court bar. Yep. Or the, Where you uh, would iron it all out because <laughs> yes. you get so drunk you didn't <laughs> yeah, care anymore. Right. Oh, God. Oh, you there's some great. The hotline. Th- not letting. There were some great ones with employees. Not letting. Not bosses. Not letting hockey guys scream at the help is the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. That's hockey. Well, the thing is, we don't know. It's but- the one where the coaches can. I don't even think of the co- are the coaches soon not going to be able to verbally abuse the player. I don't think they do anymore. Well, I shouldn't say that. I don't think a lot of them do. Mike Keenan's got no chance. Oh, hotline! <laughs> That's another hotline. Oh, hotline. Oh yeah, they'd have that hotline at their well, lockers. That, that whole that whole list of guys that came right before Keenan Tessier with the Blackhawks. Yes, he abused his players constantly. Jacques Mahoney, Bill, Bill, Bill Mahoney, Mahoney yeah, with hates. Rob Lear. Get out of my office, young man. Who's the French guy, Jacques, that always kept getting jobs? 
Oh, Jacques Demers. Jacques Demers. Jacques Demers. Who was abusive as hell. Yeah. Sonmore's quote on him was, he's got a four-year contract and a two-year act. Yep. <laughs> you know, cause and you would have by the second year, they'd all hate him. But the first year, it'd be great. Yeah. And then he, by the second year, he'd be exposed. Yes, right. But yeah, no, he'd be in trouble too. Yeah. We, uh. <laughs> Bob Murray. Herbie. Oh. You think Herbie would have won the gold medal? He would have lost his job. Rob McClanahan would have called the hotline <laughs> between yes. periods. Yes, right. <laughs> would have had him out. Yes, right. <laughs> Doc would have been coaching the team for or Craig Patrick for the yeah. third period. Yes, that's right. They would have. They would have. McClanahan would have called up. I got a bad. I got bad news for there you. There was nobody that. There was no place he ever coached that they wouldn't have been calling the hotline. <laughs> God, he was a beaut. Oh man. Anyway, all right. You got anything else? All uh, right. Outstanding weekend for the Vikings. Fleck fails again, and uh, you know now Fleck. However, I don't think you know they have a tradition of losing in Indiana under incredible circumstances. You know, some of their best wins were followed by back in the day were followed by losses at Indiana. Yeah, but is this? One of the biggest flops in college football. I mean, this Indiana guy who's a lunatic. Yeah. Comes in last year. He has a good quarterback and he wins a bunch of games and they're rated what? 12th in the country or something. And everyone says, turn around. They're back as Indiana. They're 0 7. Yep. They're terrible. Mm -hmm. They got beat by 40 by Rutgers. Mm -hmm. Yes. So, uh, which is also terrible. Let's not be calling this Indiana week, as I'm going to throw up. Oh, so. no, no. This is most definitely. It, it's not just who's your week, Pat. It's who's your championship. I looked week. it up. If it's, uh, I don't know how a four-way tie comes out, but if the Gophers, if Iowa wins Saturday against Illinois, which they should, but probably not 100%, then the Gophers can't win the division. But if they, if, if, Wisconsin, the Gophers, and Iowa all end up six and three. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wisconsin would win it because they only one of their losses is in the uh, is in the West. But if it's a four way tie with Purdue, I have no. If they all end up six and three, I have. No we'll idea. get screwed. We always get screwed. We back. always we we deserve it because we've they don't have these noble Vic, noble wins over whoever the hell it was. But uh, <laughs> anyway, all right, that's it. Talk to you next week. Yes, sir. If you have questions about your retirement savings, do what I did and work with a person that knows what the heck is going on. Uh, Work with Josh Arnold, Mr. Money Talk. My guy, Josh, will give you straight talk and not sugar-coated advice. Learn how you can benefit from Josh's focused approach by setting up your own no-cost, no-obligation, 48-minute consultation to review your investments. Call Josh now, 952-925-5608. Your dog is more than just your bestie with the cutest face ever. Get to know them on a genetic level with Embark Vet. Developed by veterinarians and PhDs, Embark screens for more than 215 genetic health risks across more than 350 breeds. It's top-notch science for your top-notch pup. Go to EmbarkVet.com and use promo code DNA, that's DNA, to get $60 off an Embark Breed and Health Kit or Purebred Kit with free shipping. That's promo code DNA to save today.